0: Are you sure?
1: Are you sure? How How can can you be be so sure? sure. How can you be so sure?
0: Mark.
1: My Cousin Vinny. 1992, Rated R, starring Mr. Joe Pesci. Mr. Joe Pesci. Alongside Marissa Marissa Tomei. Featuring Ralph Macchio, Mm -hmm. um, Mitchell Whitfield, and Fred Gwynn. Mm -hmm. Two New Yorkers accused of murder in rural Alabama while on their way back to college... Calling the help of one of their cousins, a loudmouth lawyer with no trial experience, and the madness ensues. Mm-hmm. Director Jonathan Lynn, written by Dale Launer.
0: Oh, Dale Launer
1: Laun- wrote *Ruthless People*. I made you watch? I think Did I've we? made you watch this. Um, Danny DeVito, mm. Bette Midler, Judge Reinhold. Um, Danny DeVito hates his wife and hires people to kidnap her so he can get her money. And then, she there's like a a reverse uh, reverse Stockholm syndrome. Wait,
0: where the captors? Where the captors actually in fall in with love with her. The captor, um, captured.
1: Yeah. Oh, he also rot- wrote uh, "Dirty Rotten Scam Scoundrels." Scoundrels.
0: Oh, scoundrels.
1: Scoundrels. So yeah.
0: Wait, I don't think I've seen that one.
1: That's with Steve Martin and um, Michael Kine.
0: Hmm.
1: Jonathan Lynn directed Clue. Which is one of my all time favorite movies of all time. Heaving,
0: heaving Heaving breaths. Flames, flames, on the the side of my face. On the side of my face. Awesome.
1: Got Marissa Tomei the nomination and the win for best supporting actress.
0: Really? For this movie? Of the
1: Oscars in in 1993.
0: Amazing. She was amazing. She was amazing. First impressions. First
1: impressions. What what's your first impression?
0: Mm, I liked I liked the chemistry between Marissa Tomei and Joe Pesci. <laughs> that was really I, yeah. back and forth. Really awesome. Oh, she's beautiful.
1: I had um agree. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. you said it mm-hmm. first. So Marissa Tomei is uh Wow easy on the eyes.
0: She looks the same. She's so young still. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: She's a real a real pretty lady
0: she's a real pretty lady
1: yeah i had that in my notes Tomei pesci have great chemistry
0: (gasps) i wrote that in my notes too oh so
1: they're awesome
0: together
1: they are they were awesome together it's pretty great and you know i bet that that is what made this movie that otherwise probably would have just been like Like, some kind of meh 90s comedy a little bit
0: elevated yeah for sure um, something
1: that still Can is. Can you
0: think of anybody else who could be cast in that? Like,
1: yeah, not. I mean, I feel like that Joe Pesci, was off perfect, someone? perfect for that role. Yeah, I, don't, I can't. He either. he delivered
0: mm-hmm, for sure.
1: Uh, a lot of Pesciisms. I'm probably gonna uh, coin that phrase, <laughs> mm-hmm. but
0: Pesciisms.
1: Yeah, just like the 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 tiny guy getting all riled up, you know, like he does in so many of his movies, mm, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, Pesciism.
0: Pesciism. I like it.
1: I just created that. Tm right on the spot, <laughs> genius. <laughs>
0: all right, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought it still was agree great. Agree with me? No, yes, of course. <laughs>
1: so, I mean, full disclosure: we've both seen this movie yes, before, but I thought this movie was hilarious when I first saw it with my parents uh, in pay per view. When I was probably about eight years old. Obviously jokes that I probably didn't get at that age. But, you know, many quotable scenes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like two youths.
0: Two youths?
1: Uh, Two what? Youths?
0: Youth.
1: Oh, sorry. Two youths.
0: Youth.
1: And then, of course, are you sure? How How can can you you be be so sure?
0: sure? You know...
1: The, the one, another I almost line,
0: forgot where this quote came yeah, from. That's
1: one of those quotes that we throw out at each other so often that uh, we forget that it's actually from a movie. I
0: almost thought it was from like a horror movie. How can you be so sure? It does sound it sounds like,
1: cheesy like it would be from a horror movie. I don't know. <laughs> so I've seen this movie a bunch. It probably was maybe the... I could have been up to about double digits, I'd say, at this point. With My Cousin Vinny? Really? It came out 31 years ago.
0: I don't know. And I'm no I am I've older it. than like, this
1: movie. I've so the potential times, to see it I guess. numerous times, it's possible. That's
0: interesting. No, 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 no. That's totally possible. You're just not one that repeats movies a lot. Not like me, who has to watch Unbreakable well, or Grandma's Boy. When it comes to you. Joe
1: Pesci, I there's no limits.
0: <laughs> I think I watched the first time with you yeah yeah i think you made me watch it
1: right because i was like you've never seen my cousin Vinny? <laughs> yeah no, I
0: don't um, <laughs>
1: yeah i mean that's what happens when you're from the east coast
0: i suppose
1: <laughs> you kneel at the altar of pesci
0: sure yeah mm. um, i liked all of the characters even uh the opposition even they were good people
1: so 31 years old this movie and i would say coming from the early 90s not a lot of uh cringe moments where you're like well that's not okay today Uh, for the most part i feel like it still stands up yeah
0: i liked it yeah
1: this is episode two i'm peter i'm shay and you're listening to
0: stellar alignment
1: where we finish each other's
0: sandwiches (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah okay should we dig in and and start uh from the beginning yeah uh we've taken notes like we did uh on the first episode Mm. and we'll kind of go through the movie chronologically and just touch on i guess our favorite parts
0: yeah.
1: Uh, without like going too in depth, and yeah. Down rabbit like holes, maybe skipping like through to with
0: some. Yeah, let's not. Let's stay with the rabbit holes.
1: Um, but of course, you're a fan of the show and already know the structure. This is episode two, after all.
0: After all. <laughs> so, don't you know us?
1: Don't you know what this is all about? Don't you know us? It's Sam? not about space. And I've noticed while I was taking notes, side okay. tangent that.
0: A lot of
1: what I do while I'm watching the movie taking notes Mm -hmm. is uh critique the movie. Yeah,
0: or poke holes in it. Which says a lot
1: about my personality. That makes no
0: sense. They can't hold them without charging them. Why don't they know the charges? (laughs)
1: Um not like, oh isn't that a beautiful scene and how look at how they shot that. No, it's always like, why the fuck would they do this? That doesn't make any sense. Let's just poke holes in this movie. I funny. my first note was the backseat was too staged. Did you notice that? They're they're cruising down, you know, listening to uh deep in the south. Machio throws a wrapper into the back of the convertible, which, by the way, littering, that would have flown right out of the convertible. Right out. Shame on you, Machio. Um and, and you there's like see
0: a tilted pizza yeah. box. There's
1: a uh, there's a book that says the college, the college handbook right next to NYU sweatshirt, and it's like
0: yeah,
1: it's two staged, but I like see- I guess it's their way of saying these are college kids. They're
0: college kids. They're a mess. Yeah, but like in a obvious way.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah, no, I could see that. It seemed fun. It seemed fine. Road
1: trips fun. We've gone on plenty of road trips ourselves, mm-hmm. so appreciate.
0: Have we ever gone through Alabama?
1: We have. We've been through Alabama. What? Yeah. When we when we left Florida, we drove straight through Alabama.
0: We didn't make any stops.
1: No, we didn't. <laughs> uh, not
0: that there's anything wrong.
1: No, nothing wrong with Alabama. Plenty of fans uh, down in Alabama. Um, but yeah. Dude, we do. Sure. That's what the you know our analytics shows us. A lot of fans in Alabama. Mm, mm-hmm, um,
0: mm-hmm. We know plenty of people in Alabama.
1: Oh. Huh. Another thing that that
0: <laughs> obviously
1: showed that there are college students is how thrifty they were. In oh, in yeah, the, like the, the label, of studs.
0: they're like, "Hey, is this? They're they're generic."
1: Do we get the thirty-two cent can of beans or the thirty-one cent can of beans? Mm. And
0: he's like, "You're a sucker for marketing."
1: Elite Machio wants to get the thirty-two cent can of beans. Yeah, it's like we're not all Karate Kids. We what? <laughs> what?
0: That's not what he said.
1: That's what I said.
0: <laughs> okay. I,
1: was like, I just said they it. did
0: not reference Karate Kid in that movie. I'm sorry.
1: Obviously, go. they wouldn't reference <laughs> another movie that Machio was in whoa, that would be whoa, super. Whoa! We know confusing. you learned
0: karate over the summer, kid.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Sorry. Sorry.
1: Back on track. Uh, but back on track. You know the, the problem that I had with <laughs> him balancing all the cans in yeah. his hand and then putting the can of tuna in his jacket pocket? Yeah. Is his hands weren't that full. No. He used his <laughs> hand to put it in his pocket.
0: One hole. Why didn't in he the just story. hold it in his Why hand? Why didn't he just hold it in his hand? And used it to keep the pile on his the rest of him. Yeah. Okay, but regardless. My first note is, why are they so paranoid about cops?
1: Oh, so this is after they've already... This is already, after
0: they've left. they out. After he's
1: realized that he stole the he stole a can. So I said, why are they so paranoid about the cops?
0: Hey!
1: Because of tuna? Exclamation point, question mark?
0: Yeah. Like, why are they so paranoid about the cops? I don't know. They're not doing any drugs. They're not high. They're just driving in a car, following the speed limit. There's definitely... Not doing anything. I've been... And the... Fucking passenger, Ralph yeah, his buddy, super paranoid.
1: Paranoid, yeah. I think because his friend is a little, you know, neurotic maybe, and he seems seems a little like high-strung, which we learn about uh, a little further detail later. That he probably was just worried about the can of tuna.
0: So weird. Very weird. So weird. But he was all like, down here in the south, like
1: very negative portrayal of the of south. The
0: south, which isn't the case like... at all when you like see the other characters they're all very respectable and nice yeah and,
1: like, right it's like a lot of times not I trying feel to like throw
0: the weight around or anything
1: the uh the folks the folks in hollywood look down on the south a lot of times or... and treat them like they're like no no pumpkins no. or it's like they're I people think, too
0: i think it was a jab at people who live in the big city mm. and be like oh they look down on everybody else
1: Mm. that's my that's possible
0: they are like oh because you're from new york my next note is a huge misunderstanding okay so this is one of the holes that you were poking in during the movie you actually had to pause the movie to complain about this this
1: is something (laughs) that that i complain about with movies and television all the time because Uh it it's actually one of my biggest pet peeves. In real life, you share information with people unless you want to keep a secret, but otherwise you're very open and you, you're communicative with people so you all can be on the same page. But a lot of times in movies and it happens with this one, they they arrest them. Ralph Macchio is under the impression that they're being arrested for stealing a can of tuna and they never they once on say anything about murder.
0: Nothing about murder. And then end up getting booked for murder. The end where he was like murder. Yeah. And he was like, wait, I shot him? I
1: shot the clerk. Like I shot no, the clerk. No, that
0: has not been it's brought ridiculous. up once. Also before then and like that's
1: something to take note bad. if uh, if you ever find yourself in this position, don't give out information so freely. This is America. You have the right to an attorney and you don't have to say shit, even if you think you stole a can of tuna.
0: Okay. Yeah, but I would, I would actually say the opposite. I would give them all the information they needed about the can of tuna that I stole because that's why I'm here. It's a can of tuna, right? Like this is elaborate for a can of tuna.
1: The cops and Machio are very vague about what they're talking about the entire time. It's very frustrating. (laughs) Of course, without it, we would have no movie. There would be no My Cousin Vinny. Mm -hmm. But it's super frustrating to listen to this conversation between these people. Um, I said, "Why do they have giving information so freely? This would never work this way. You have to be made aware of the charges." Yeah. So if they're charging them with something, God. then they need to make them aware of the yeah. charges.
0: Murder charges.
1: Um, he starts interrogating him, and he's not making him aware of charges, right? Exactly. Uh, I Ooh. don't know because I'm not a lawyer. Pr- I'm, I'm. This is all tv and yeah. movie we
0: have no real yeah. experience and bird I've law never been otherwise in jail yeah or gone through this ringer
1: never so been I have in no idea prison so yeah
0: or in a lineup like never been arrested whole oh, i would be so sad
1: yeah i shot the clerk that's like
0: i shot the clerk
1: keep your mouth shut yeah if you get arrested
0: i almost screamed at the tv i was like ralph malchia you idiot
1: I sh- well, and he's saying it with, inf- with an upward inflection as a question. As
0: a question. but I shot the clerk? Sort of.
1: Wait, I shot the clerk?
0: Like Yeah, like he was trying to confirm it. Yeah. But he shouldn't have said that in that, but like, I shot the clerk.
1: When the someone's course. transcribing that interrogation, mm-hmm. they're not going to put a question mark in there because it's not a question. Mm-hmm. But they at least get their phone call.
0: Of course they do. Everything seems by the book. It feels like no one's trying to stack this against them. They just happen to fit literally the descriptions, Mm -hmm. and then also the like vehicle. Like I can totally understand why this was a case of mistaken identity.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: You know, like no one who was doing their job at the police station was doing it wrong. Right. Except the lack of charges being told to them. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> so, everything was very that,
1: vague. Yeah. yeah,
0: when they were already in trouble. Mm. I don't know why I was expecting this early. You know, the title of the movie sometimes, like, shows up in the movie itself. And, like, when it does, you're like, ah,
1: They said it! They said
0: it! He said it, my cousin Vinny. So, his, uh, well, M- Malchia's friend was like, Do you know any great attorneys? <laughs> i Mama just like, no. And I was like, oh, I thought he was gonna say my cousin Vinny. <laughs> oh, my, right, right. But like, then like he, a fake out.
1: He calls his mom and, and then and he's she's like, No, like, I'm
0: calling my mom. Yeah. Exactly. That's right.
1: And she she recommends uh his cousin Vinny.
0: Exactly. And then
1: he said then you you got what you were hoping mm, for. Yeah. Right.
0: So it was I, I got faked out for a second. Mm. And then he said my cousin. That
1: finished. must have been very satisfying uh, for you. A little
0: bit, yeah. Vinny bag of donuts,
1: also, by the way. Yeah,
0: what is that from? Vinny bag, so
1: bag of donuts. donuts. You know what that made me think of is uh Joey Bag of Donuts. Joey bag of Donuts, which is Who from is the comedian? Co- the comedian uh Mike Birbiglia. Mm-hmm. Oh as uh, a a very funny bit joke about um somebody mistaking him for being this guy joey bag of donuts but he just goes along with it and yeah and
0: everybody loves him hilarity
1: ensues i'm not gonna explain the whole joke to you because that tends to to ruin jokes but um mike berbiglia joey bag of donuts Check it out if you yeah. get a, you get a chance. That made me think of this. I was like, wow, Vinny, Vinny Bag of Donuts. All right.
0: Yeah. So, how do you get that, that nickname? how do you get that nickname? Is that code for something?
1: Do you eat a whole bag of donuts?
0: Maybe it has nothing to do with donuts. Are you it's something else? Are you Maybe it's code friendly? for something else. I have no idea.
1: Maybe you're friendly and you always bring a bag of donuts and share with people so people rely on you. Well, that would be like,
0: the sweetest.
1: This guy brings donuts every time.
0: Vinny bag of donuts.
1: He's a nice guy to have around. He always has donuts. That'll
0: be a nice.
1: Or is it something that we're not even thinking? I of? think it's, it's something some we're sort not of thinking like okay. uh, low life reference. No. I love that he's just like my cousin Vinny, and then the next thing you know, Joe Pesci's rolling into town in his beat up Buick.
0: Yeah, super beat up. Yeah. He's, like, blasting music, and, like, heads are turning, and it just seems like
1: uh, yeah, some very like,
0: out-of-place type of scene.
1: Some sort of uh, early 90s hip-hop that I've never heard of doesn't, yeah. doesn't mean much, but I was like, what is this? And would would this character really be listening to this music? I doubt it, but maybe Marissa Tomei picked the,
0: pick the, music. Pick the music. Maybe.
1: Yeah. Mona Lisa, mm-hmm. Vito.
0: Yeah. She couldn't install the speakers. hmm I remember when that was a thing, where the speakers are bigger than, like, your trunk of your car.
1: That was still a thing when I w- was a kid, yeah. got my first car. All my friends would put, like, their, you know, put, like, this giant subwoofer in the trunk, and then you have no trunk space, <laughs> and it sick. makes, like, everything vibrate. You can't uh-huh. freaking hear anything. You can't think. That was a huge thing. It annoys
0: people, shakes windows as you drive by. That
1: was a huge thing where I was from.
0: Ugh, I was born old. I guess. Turn it down!
1: Turn that racket down, Sonny!
0: The next thing that I have is when Pesci arrives and he goes to the cell yes and there's another huge misunderstanding
1: another misunderstanding just before that though i have that uh he (laughs) he tips the corrections officer
0: (laughs) which i thought super it was a
1: really good touch and I i feel
0: like tipping the corrections officer gave that impression that it was under the table that he was not officially supposed to be there, ah, sort of thing. Point. And maybe that's why which Machio's this... friend... I Who is this actor? I'm so sorry to call him Machio's, Machio's friend. is no, Mitchell Whitfield.
1: We can call them by the, their, the names of the characters. No,
0: I'm going to call him Machio's Which friend. is
1: Bill and Stan.
0: Which one is Bill which one
1: is Stan? Bill was Machio's character, and Stan mm-hmm. is Mitchell the... Whitfield. Stan. The next misunderstanding happens, <laughs> yeah. Because prior to this scene, Machio was, you know, telling his friend about what happens in prison, which, of course, you know, his is... biggest
0: fear that he's been thinking about and like running in his mind over and over again
1: is uh, a, some man on man prison rape. Yep, which happens.
0: He was a little worried, um, understandably. so of course, understandably, the first time he has a visit to the sell and mm-hmm. gets the fact that Vinny gets locked in with them it seems strange but maybe not
1: you know that's there's a lot of these that happen in the movie i don't know because um we've never been in a situation like this but
0: it is overflow from the jail to the prison which right? they mentioned right. so i feel like this whole section is a little more casual which makes me think like oh i can suspend my disbelief instead of going to like some interrogation room or a visitor waiting room with the actual prisoners they can just go to these cells right so maybe like maybe that's something uh,
1: possibly to do with it. maybe like, they yeah they don't have a proper room for them to meet with their lawyer or whatever exactly but exactly this is why when he shows up and to your point about tipping the corrections it officer it seems like just, this is just some other this. Uh, other prisoner who's managed to pay off the co to get into the, mm-hmm. the cell so he could have his way with stan and bill
0: yeah so there's a whole bunch of misunderstandings and a bunch of things that are said that totally anyone does like i loved it this movie is Pretty full funny. of
1: misunderstandings why does stan <laughs> think vinnie is there to rape him I guess maybe it's the tipping. Mm. I didn't think about that. That's a good point. It
0: could be the tipping. It I just like that he
1: tipped. The, I was like, ah, that's, that was classy. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes a little more sense.
0: <laughs> that was pretty classy.
1: Classy um, of him.
0: Because even the guard seemed a little confused. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My favorite, though, uh, of course, there's a lot of innuendo, right? Where they're talking to each other and mm-hmm. no one's actually saying what's going on. Mm-hmm. He's not telling him, I'm Vinny, your lawyer. Uh, your friend's cousin, he's not saying, please don't rape me. He's just saying, <laughs> I, don't I don't want, want to this do. to happen. I don't want, I don't I don't want do to this. do this. <laughs> and, I don't uh, want to do this to happen. And, and my favorite one is that uh, one of the lines Pesci says is, I'd not come down here just to get jerked off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um which yes. obviously uh, makes sense if you're gonna pay off a CO and go through all of the hassle, to get, the the hassle cell, to get into the cell. You don't thing. want just the handy. You of want Of
0: course not. Who wants a handy? You want the little more. our parents are watching maybe.
1: Well, they're just going to have to deal with it. This was an R-rated film. This was an R-rated This film. is an R-rated podcast.
0: I have a note that just says breakfast. Breakfast. Oh, the menus at the uh, diner. yes.
1: Yeah, I had I made a note here that it gave me Shits Creek vibe Ooh. because of the way that they were dressed walking into this small like
0: Yeah, the whole like, town, like black small town and white diner kind yeah. of thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then they order off the menu, which has three, three, <laughs> three menu item items: menu. breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that breakfast was $1.99.
0: That's amazing. Lunch
1: was two forty nine, and I think dinner was two ninety nine.
0: Wow! I would eat there every Did day. Is that
1: really like? I mean, is inflation really that bad? Thirty one years later, or like, like yeah, or is it just cheap because it was a cheap diner in a small town? In I a don't small know. Town? But man. It That's... looked like a hearty breakfast too.
0: Yeah, it was two eggs, and eggs, uh, grits, eggs, and toast and grits. Toast. Yeah, and of was course, was there we... any meat? No, it was toast. toast no, or just, bacon? The, just no. the
1: eggs, I think. Okay. Not that important. What they had for we're going to deep dive into way breakfast. down into all of these movies. We're going to explore what the actors eat in every scene. Um, if it's real, food. we're going to nitpick everything no, we're not. so if no. you got six hours on your hand stay mm. tuned
0: it's gonna be exciting
1: uh, as an upstate new yorker i had only ever heard of grits until i went to the south we lived in florida yep there were places where we would go eat that served grits that's also it's,
0: where i learned it
1: it is a southern thing so mm-hmm. definitely understandable that mm-hmm. that Vinny doesn't know what grits are he asks what they are and the guy's response is you never heard of grits it's said. Grits, sure. I've I've heard of grits. I've just never actually seen a grit, <laughs> which I I have down here. I thought that was pretty funny. That is funny. Um,
0: when was the first time you ever tried grits?
1: I probably tried grits at, at some point traveling to Florida as a kid. I imagine, okay. well, but I, I really don't remember.
0: The first time I ever had grits was in L.A. Actually, Did and you like there's a little little buffet at all when at we lived bar? in Florida. No. But the grits that I had were super good. But LA they only grits. tasted like not, butter. It was amazing. Not the same. Butter. There was just right butter Alabama. and like chunks of cheese stuck in it. I yeah. don't know if that's how you're supposed to eat it, but it was really good. It was like mac and cheese without anything to chew.
1: Any self-respecting southerner doesn't put cheese in their grits. Really? I, I don't know if that's true, but we do know from this movie that any self-respecting southerner doesn't, doesn't use instant grits. grits. That's, That's what right. we heard. And that is also a pretty movie. large plot point.
0: Because how long does it take to boil grits?
1: 15 to 20 minutes.
0: 15 to 20 minutes.
1: Yeah. Which the uh, the Season diner owner, operator.
0: operator owner, Continue. A piece of information
1: that he was able to give Vinny early on. So yes. Vinny uh, learned how long grits took, which seems insignificant until later.
0: <gasps> until later.
1: He goes to court. For the arraignment, the judge uh, poo-poo's his New York outfit.
0: Mm-hmm. Poo-poo's his whole mannerisms, really. Like,
1: yeah. Which I think we we can now flip around and say we've got the writers having people from the South shitting on people from the North. Also, kind of another cliche. I have a note here that says suit and ties have integrity because he poo-poo's <laughs> over his mm-hmm. his New York outfit.
0: His giant leather jacket. His leather
1: jacket. His um,
0: stylized belt that he wears. That like uh, he,
1: he folds. I remember when you used to Ooh, fold the end of your belt into still your belt. Kind of cool.
0: No, nah, it's still your belt shouldn't
1: it. be long enough where you fold it back in. That's people, people still. do If that's still a thing, it's then a I'm thing. out of style. I'm sorry, baby. I have a note here that says, "Why is Vinny such a, a schmuck?" Like,
0: what does a schmuck mean?
1: He doesn't realize that. Like he knows that he's a fish out of water because he's in the south, right? Mm. And that's why he attempts with the the horrible cowboy boots that he wears, mm-hmm. um, which they mentioned early on. But why is he um, have his feet up on the judge's desk? Like yeah. who does that? Who does that? Why is he just like you know? What? What's wrong with the way I'm dressed?
0: I feel like he wasn't uh, wearing anything professional.
1: You would have to wear a suit and tie in New York as a lawyer.
0: This is true. Yeah, like definitely you would have to dress up for the job that you're doing. But Mm -hmm. he also kind of goes into his history later where he is telling the story about how he talked himself like out of a parking ticket of his own Mm -hmm. and the judge taking an interest in him and being like, hey, go do this, you know?
1: You should be a litigator.
0: Exactly, you'd be a good litigator.
1: I didn't know what a litigator was. Um, That was my best Joe Pesci and I got.
0: Nice. But in fact, when he got notes back from this judge in the South, I feel like he was very earnest in like, oh, okay, yes. You know? I
1: mean, he didn't change the outfit right away. He he thought he was joking, which got him a a charge of contempt. I,
0: I felt like he had the right sort of like, oh, like respect. For right. people in authority,
1: and and uh, he... I'm like gung
0: ho authority here. I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> and I think that that's why Bill R- Ralph Macchio's character continues mm-hmm. to defend him against his friend Stan, who Stan right away is like, "This guy is no good. He's not going to be good for us." But mm-hmm. I think it's because he does have something that you know we can get into when we get there. But he has something that not everybody has. And that's why this judge told him he should become a litigator.
0: He's good at arguing.
1: Yeah, good at arguing.
0: Right. That's what the uh, macho goes into.
1: He mentions how that famous early on that the Gambini's, the Gambinis are, argue are on
0: another level.
1: Born arguers. Exactly. Yeah. I have a note here that says you saying you got stiffed, um, where the the gentleman. Um, Plays pool against Marissa Tomei. She's trying to win $200 mm-hmm, to bail, to bail. out for his first charge of contempt. Yeah. And he stiffs her. I love that he immediately is like, let's go um, confront this guy <clears throat> in a bar in Alabama full of other locals. Where it's just <laughs> me mm-hmm. and my fiance, who's like an inch taller than me. Standing at five (laughs) foot three, Joe Pesci—he's like the quintessential tough guy of the '90s. Joe Pesci, Mm -hmm. like it's the confidence, and then also just the the look and the voice and the way he's able to talk to people—that really does make you think, like, oh, Oh,
0: yeah, what is he? What has he got?
1: it, it's almost like under the hood. What like, is he capable of? Exactly. Right?
0: Exactly. He has um, so much confidence. And it seems almost like he's so slick and charming. Yeah. Just with his words that he like backs this guy into this weird logic corner where he's like, oh, I need $200 in order to fight this guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So,
1: uh, you know, $200, I'm going to kick your ass. And I love it. Joe Pesci says, I could use a good ass kicking. I got to be honest with you. And he said, "You know what? No, I'm going to go for the $200."
0: And his buddies laugh. Yeah. His
1: buddies laugh. The about bar it. buddies. Like, laugh so you're saying about it. I have two options: you're going to kick my ass, or if I kick your ass, you'll give me the $200. Yeah. And he he says, "I'm going to go for option B, right?" Mm-hmm. But then of course the guy doesn't have the money on him. He says, "I well, I, I can, can get, get it." it so joe pidge says okay well i'm like which smart because probably shouldn't try to kick his ass uh with all his buddies around anyway
0: yeah like that situation you probably shouldn't be fighting and that's probably why he used his words so well you know like he just charmed everyone with his wit and humor in that bar and And it wasn't even about the fight anymore it was about how can i like own this guy
1: Ultimately, what happens is, uh, you know, it comes up a few times throughout the movie. We, we can just cover it right now. But the guy is like, hey, Yankee, uh, I got your money. and
0: He's got this fat got this
1: roll. roll. This
0: is the first time of we money. see him again. And,
1: and, of course, Pesci being or Vinny being smart says, how do I know that's just not a 20 wrapped around a bunch of ones?
0: Which but it is and he it can't disprove and, and therefore diffuses the fight. Right.
1: So it's like we're not gonna fight yet, get the whole two hundred dollars. But the issue I had here again <laughs> yeah. is it's this fat roll of money. Two hundred dollars is ten twenties. What's the Redneck's deal with the $200? Can he not get $200 together? <laughs> okay, he didn't have it on him in the bar. But, like, yeah. the second time when he's, like...
0: <laughs> he didn't even have it.
1: There's a, a roll of, of ones around it with a 20 around yeah, it. Yeah,
0: like, what is his deal? You can't get $200? $200. 200
1: bucks. That's yeah. hard for you? Go to the bank. Maybe
0: it's hard. Maybe it's hard what was $200 me. in
1: 1990? Maybe he I lives mean...
0: with his mom, and his mom doesn't want to give him $200. Because he just going to spend it at the bar, and with his friends maybe he lives at home and can't support himself maybe $200 is really hard for him to get maybe he's just a dum-dum and he can't save $200 for a fight that he wants to lose
1: maybe when he actually does end up fighting him he doesn't even fight him he just jumps at him with his whole body he like takes him down
0: power punches steals
1: the money from him and then he's it's down over. he's it's down, down for the count yeah it's not yeah and the guy it's very it's not very satisfying to it's be not honest. and
0: then he was laying on the ground and was, was like oh
1: yeah I, it's fine
0: yeah that's my favorite uh, i love it when people lay on the ground and like, Ugh, i can't do anything
1: that's weird <laughs> how could you be so sure? <laughs> That's what I got. The first time it comes up, um, because <laughs> the the faucet's leaking. This is right <laughs> yeah. after uh, Machio mentions that the Gambinis are born to argue, and they cut to a scene in the hotel room where the faucet is leaking. And he tells Lisa, "It's like, well, why is the faucet leaking? And she's like, I don't know. It's like, well, weren't you the last one to use it? Yeah. He's like well, maybe you didn't turn it off well enough. And she's like, I turned it off well enough. And it turns into this theoretical debate Mm -hmm. where she pulls in some bogus uh, statistics about the torque it takes to turn a faucet off. And this is where we we hear the first, how can you be so sure? How can you be
0: so sure? Yeah,
1: which comes up a couple times throughout the movie. House and building with bricks metaphor, solid, but you still need to know law. <laughs> that's what I have next. So, uh, no. Ralph macchio's on the fence because Vinny is not proving to be a very effective trial lawyer. He does not know what he's doing. He keeps telling Lisa that he'll learn it as he goes. That's um But that's not how you, do, not how you right. do lawyering. And his friend Stan gets uh, the public uh defender and bill ralph macchio's character decides that he's going to do the same and joe pesci for whatever reason carries Tops a, him
0: into carries it carries
1: a deck of cards with him at all times mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. he Who uses uh, this brick house building and brick metaphor which i felt like was pretty effective you know like i thought it was good this bricks you need nice bricks to build a house
0: he's gonna show, he's gonna you, gonna show
1: you the bricks but the problem is he's only going to show you them from one side. They
0: look like bricks.
1: They look like good bricks. But if you turn them sideways, they're as thin as this card. And then he flips it around and it's the Joker when it started off to be he a card. He convinced
0: his cousin to he keep believing him, him.
1: But it's more of just being able to um, talk your way out of things with logic and rationale and, and That's- being charming like you mentioned before. But... That's not how the law works.
0: That's true, but.
1: You still need to know the law.
0: He, yes, he needs to know the law, but what makes him a good litigator or person who argues in the court is he can be charming. You need to charm basically your audience of peers, right? Who are judging you. Yes. You need to convince them what the right answer is.
1: Right. And by
0: using your logic.
1: It works for the purposes of this movie. And, and, and you know, spoiler alert, uh, we know that he ends up winning the case in the end.
0: Oh, did you not know that? But
1: I would hope that you'd have watched the movie before listening to this podcast. Yeah. But, hey, it's, you know, it's your time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, again, this is a lot of Hollywood trial sequencing. And the questions and the way that everything happens in the movie is nothing like uh it would actually happen in real life so the judge is very is he even tells him he fu- first pulls him aside i'm a stickler for a procedure and we we get a lot of hollywood procedure
0: mm-hmm. probably yeah
1: except for like the very first day he was in court
0: my next note is actually the lack of sleep throughout the movie is pretty funny <laughs> Yeah. So, how many times did he not sleep? Right. Let's see. Uh, the first place they were at, that whistle.
1: There was a whistle. Yeah. This I, I have in here is like uh, maybe a, a little ways down, but you know who keeps building these hotels and motels next to uh, like the mill where a whistle goes off at four or in the morning, or next to the train station, a or...
0: slaughterhouse next door. Right. And they're like importing pigs at four in the morning or three in the morning. Yeah. Or, yeah, right next to the railroad station that comes in at 10 after 4.
1: Who keeps building these hotels? Ridiculous hotels. The next scene after the slaughterhouse scene, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. is uh, when the judge pulls Vinny aside and says that I, New York has never heard of a lawyer named uh, Vincent uh, LaGuardia Gambino. Mm-hmm. Or uh, that he's never practiced law. Because he is a lawyer, but he hasn't gone to trial. Mm -hmm. So uh, the judge wants to make sure that he doesn't have just any old lawyer off the street in his courtroom, even though he is a lawyer.
0: And it makes no sense why this is important. It doesn't make any sense. A lot
1: of times the judge's main job is to make sure that the trial goes goes according to the law. So one of the things that he's probably watching out for is to make sure that these defendants who are accused of murder have a lawyer that... That can properly. Um, there are other choices,
0: though. Let's think about their other choice, which was the public defender from yeah. the public defender's office, um, who had a mad stuttering when he was doing any public speaking, including right. interrogating the witnesses on the stand mm-hmm. or even the opening statement. Like, that's what he was compared to. Like,
1: but he's probably done, yeah, I don't know. He, he, yeah.
0: It seemed like a weird detail for me. Anyway.
1: it was a weird detail but I think it's because it's a main point of the part of the plot is Where that he
0: doesn't want to get find out
1: Yeah, and I mean at the end of the movie which we can dive into when we get there is that he needs to hurry up and finish the trial because
0: Wrap it up in 90 the minutes. judge
1: is kind of onto him <laughs> but he finds out that he's not uh, hasn't practiced law he confronts him about it and Vinny lies and says that he used to be an actor so um in order to, in order to practice law, uh, exactly. he changed his name to, to his
0: stage name. He stage legally name. changed his name to his stage name, Jerry Gallo. Jerry Gallo,
1: which uh, at this point in the movie, he is very animated and says Jerry Gallo and knocks the judge's chess pieces mm-hmm. off of the board. Mm-hmm. And according to IMDb. That was a mistake, <laughs> that Joe Pesci wasn't supposed to knock those pieces off the board.
0: You felt like it was a mistake. I staged. disagree.
1: <laughs> it, fe- it feels too much like acting to me. So, I don't know if maybe Joe Pesci pretended that it was a mistake. I think it, it was but a But it mistake. wasn't actually in the script, but he did it anyways no, to no, add no. to the scene. I think
0: it was a mistake. And w- what I think was, they loved it. So, they did a couple extra additional shots. Mm. With that happening. Possible. You know, like from the other angle where he's like, You can you can call me Gambini. You know, like when he comes up and like he still has all his hands on the chest set. Like yeah I think maybe it was initially wrong and they kept it in and then did additional shots because they're like, Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, of course he would mess up this chess game, but why was it right there? What's happening?
1: He was playing chess against himself when he came into the office Mm -hmm. yeah that's so that's why it was right there Eh, that's always a key indicator that you're someone who's extremely intelligent in movies yeah ever notice that there's uh whenever you're someone that plays chess against yourself you must be very smart they use that a lot in movies that makes sense you'll notice it from now on chess is hard a little tip that you can take home with you folks then um he goes hunting
0: yeah he goes hunting he goes hunting uh, with the the
1: prosecutor prosecutor. and this is where he says that he god i wish i could just get a look at his files if i could just (gasps) know what he knows
0: yeah which is the thing which is
1: actually the law uh Mm -hmm. you do have to be given all of the information Mm -hmm. it's called disclosure vinny Um, doesn't know this um so he goes hunting to try and you know
0: charm him. charm
1: him to get some information which he
0: probably could have
1: and basically the lawyer when he said man i wish i could get a look at your files the lawyer's like fine i'll just send him over to your office
0: yeah do you have a xerox machine he comes, no he comes i'll have my secretary back, back it.
1: very happy right that's when marissa tomei gives him a little bit of
0: uh some law knowledge because she's been reading she'd that been book
1: reading a law book which she's he been asked wanting her not to. to help
0: the whole time yeah
1: and, and he, I can he understand, doesn't want her to.
0: Why is that? Maybe it's an insecurity that mm. he feels like if he can't do it, like he's the one that studied for this.
1: I, he definitely and... wants, he's definitely the type of person that wants to do it on his own, mm-hmm. but also feel like, you know, like, no, you shouldn't be doing this. This is my thing. You know, she it knows a lot about cars. When they roll into town, there's a ton of mud on the car because they're in the South in Alabama. And, they get mud, apparently. Infamously? they They said that they uh, are known for their mud. I guess so. And they've got a weird sound in the car. And when they take a look at it, a local comes by and says, you got mud in your tires. And they said, how can you possibly get mud in your tires? And he's like, oh, it's just a figure of speech. It's just on the inside of the of the rim. And she says, I've never heard anything like that. Mm-hmm. And the guy kind of turns his nose up at her like, well, what would you know? Because you're just a woman yeah
0: whatever whatever dude yeah
1: whatever dude after the hunting scene the prosecutor um, loans out their cabin loans on the cabin and that's when we see marissa Tomei in the flower jumpsuit
0: oh you wrote a note about her jumpsuit
1: did you not have that on your notes no
0: but i did love it it was pretty cool
1: It just a an oh, interesting sure, sure, jumpsuit. Sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just, yep, yep, just made yep, a yep, note yep. of it. There. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, but she's getting very frustrated because she can't help him.
0: Yes, and she wants and him she, to win because
1: she wants to get married. She
0: wants to get married because they not to throw any more pressure on the fire.
1: They're engaged,
0: but this is and this is a stipulation. he said they would
1: get married uh, after
0: his first. He won his first, first trial. trial, and yeah. he,
1: he hasn't done that yet.
0: Yeah. In fact, he hasn't done any trials And yet. she
1: said her biological tick is, clock is ticking <laughs> and uh, kind of throws a fit. And I, I had a note here. Uh, he sees her outrage and raises her to shut her up.
0: Yep. And then when she's like, oh, I'm sorry for like backpedals and like, I'm sorry for putting extra pressure on you. He like smirks to himself. He like this, he knew.
1: He knew exactly what to say.
0: That would finish the argument yep. and that he would win because of that.
1: Gambini. So. Born to argue. Born, to, Born argue. to argue.
0: Born to argue. That's fair. Finally, they get this cabin. And they're like, hey, the prosecutor sleeps out there sometimes. He sleeps like a baby. It's in the middle of nowhere. So they go out there and they fall asleep, except there's a screech owl outside. Yeah. I don't know if this is the actual type of owl. I'm just calling it a screech owl because I know that term from Harry Potter. Or,
1: so they choose to sleep in the car. And, and I could be wrong, but it looks like... The just in the background of where the car is, mm-hmm. the cabin.
0: Yeah. So you
1: would still be able to hear all the
0: same animals. The
1: but this is an important plot point because they sleep in the car. When he gets out in the morning after it had rained all night yep. while they were in the car, he slips in the mud.
0: When he slips in the mud, and he, I mean, his stunt double, I got like a lot of Home Alone vibes from that. Yeah. Super Home Alone fives. Of sure. course, he would do that. Like beat overhead. The, probably
1: the same stunt. I level.
0: wonder. Do you wonder? I bet. It, I hope it is. Anyway,
1: he then has to go in the trunk because
0: he needs to dig the tires that's out. That's right. Of the they're mud, stuck in right? the mud,
1: and um he accidentally drops his suit on the ground, which she had oh, just had dry cleaned. Yes. There's nowhere to get a new suit because the suit store's closed due to flu.
0: Yep, the ho- only suit store in town.
1: Right. He has to pick up a ridiculous suit at the secondhand store, yeah. which the judge uh, holds him in contempt for, yet again, for, yep. for making a mockery of the court. He holds him in contempt, and I don't know if it's because of the, just the suit, because of his attitude. Because he says, you know, what are you wearing? And he tells him the whole story of why he's wearing this. He's like, so I'm wearing this ridiculous suit for, for you. you. The judge says, you know, something like he's unhappy. And, and Vinny kind of whispers, not so much under his breath, that's a fucking surprise. Yeah. And the judge says, what did you just say? And then <laughs> Vinny pauses up, what to say, what? Because and and
0: he's just so tired. The
1: judge has the best confused look on his face ever, like... Confused, embarrassed, and the facial reaction that Fred Gwynn gives mm-hmm. is just spot on. Fred Gwynn being, as far as I know, because I don't don't know a lot of older stuff, but most famously played Herman Munster on the mm-hmm. television show The Munsters, which I did watch reruns of as a kid. Cool. Um, and sadly, this was his last role. <gasps> yeah, he, he died shortly after the movie came out. Oh. After filming. Yep. He's good. Yeah.
0: He's good. It. Very
1: good. Oh, that makes me he sad. played a good... I had another note in here. He plays a good southern judge.
0: He does. His character itself, like, wasn't offensive or corrupt.
1: So I do think that you have a point... Um there's no malicious characters. Yeah, it's just a lot of misunderstanding. Tons of
0: misunderstanding. Uh,
1: and and
0: coincidence,
1: lack of information, and coincidences. Mm-hmm. Prosecutor is doing his opening statement. Next, Vinny gets up and said, uh, "Well, he was asleep, but he gets up oh, and I have a note about uh, the second lawyer too.' Yeah, wh- whatever, whatever that guy just said is bullshit. Is bullshit. Thank you. Thank and then you. the judge strikes all of that except for thank you from the record.
0: He gets in trouble again, <clears throat> bad language.
1: But the uh, the public defender gets up next, mm-hmm. and what's funny is, is like we're still in opening statements, but we're almost three quarters of the way through the movie, <laughs> yeah. right? So there's a lot of build up to the trial, and then um, the actual trial is pretty short. Public defender gets up. I, it's, I think that it was probably funnier thirty years ago right
0: because he has a stutter
1: no well because obviously the actor doesn't have a stutter people some people get nervous in public speaking situations yeah and people that have stutters might not have a stutter when they're just talking one-on-one totally totally in comfortable situations but when they're put in situations like this high pressure the stutter can come back right
0: public speaking uh
1: but it's a It's definitely a joke in the movie. It is a joke because he shouldn't
0: be doing this if that's his problem.
1: Yeah, because he even mentions to Stan. He's like, I've
0: been getting better. I'm better.
1: Yeah, he mentions to Stan that um, he gets nervous uh, in in doing public speaking. When he does get through the stutter and actually gets the word out, He's so pleased with himself
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. like he, when
1: he actually gets the word out. And he was so sweaty. Did you was, notice that? He was pretty sweaty
0: the whole time. He was yeah. very nervous.
1: Yeah. Pesci gets up to uh, cross-examine the first witness mm-hmm. and asks him about the two youths.
0: Youths. Two what? Two what? You. I'm sorry,
1: Your Honor. Two youths.
0: Youths.
1: And then he, I love that he, he changed it and said the two defendants. Yeah. I saw a little bit of trivia on IMDb. And we take this with a grain of salt because IMDb is just like Wikipedia. Anybody can go in there and, well, not anybody, specific things you can go in and add stuff. So trivia is one of those things where I think any user can go in and add it. Mm. That's why I kind of am on the fence about the chess piece scene, but... This one says misunderstanding between Vincent Gambini and Judge Heller regarding the two youths uh, was in fact a real conversation between Pesci and director Jonathan Lynn. Lynn, who is British, at first had a hard time understanding Pesci's pronunciation, <laughs> and decided that the routine was quite funny and put it in the film. He cross-examines the the first uh, eyewitness who was who saw the. The two defendants enter and then claims to see them leave. But when he sees them leave, he just sees the back of their heads. Yes. Um, Also. And also says that it only took about five minutes.
0: But this This is is where our grits knowledge comes into
1: play. The whole conversation about grits comes back The whole conversation
0: about grits Um, from the diner. He knows that it takes 15, 20 minutes for grits to cook properly. And since no self-respecting southerner
1: uses the instant, instant grips.
0: Mm-hmm. He wasn't on the hook for five minutes, so it must have been longer. And he right. kind of like back treadles, like back pedals a little treadles. Back treadles. He back treadles. Back trots. He back pedals just a little bit. So there's obviously reasonable doubt here.
1: And then, yeah, the witness admits that he could have been wrong about the timing.
0: Exactly. Exactly,
1: which means that his witness, his statement, is not credible. So this is the f- kind of the first time that Vinny actually shows that that Gambini is worth. And uh, this is when Stan decides to ditch his stuttering public defender and take Vinny back on. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually has his first small win for the trial and shows that he he might actually know what he's doing. He might actually win this thing. Okay. We go on to the next eyewitness who um, also witnessed them coming and going, but just briefly for a couple seconds. And turns out he's not a very good housekeeper. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what he witnessed was through, what, layers of dirt.
1: Yeah. So Vinny lays out pictures.
0: Exactly. Vinny has been able to talk to all the witnesses at their uh, homes. Um, He lays out a bunch of pictures of the film and dirt over... The window whatever the screen was covered in mm. the trees that actually block his yeah, view like, what
1: are these big from things the parking lot? These big things out here what do you call those uh trees trees and he and seems he's like, like, like
0: proud that yeah, he was like, trees? And he's like trees? <laughs> am i getting just, these apples? just go
1: ahead and shout it out whenever you whenever you <laughs> get it
0: <laughs>
1: what are these what is all these things that are yeah, on the trees what do you call those leaves, leaves. yeah <laughs> And what? And I love it. The last one, he's like, "What are these bushy things in front of in front of the the store here? Bushes?" <laughs> yeah, good, um, good. Just one. like good I don't one. know. It's the sarcasm that really tickles me because sure.
0: you're pretty sarcastic.
1: I, I grew up with that. You're um, pretty sarcastic. Love it. Not me. We go on to the last eyewitness, which is a, a little old lady who. Um,
0: wears super thick lenses right. um, yeah. saw them from a 100 feet away 100 mm-hmm. feet away
1: and uh, Vinny just shoots a hole right in, in yep. there too.
0: he takes a little measuring tape runs to the back of the courtroom it's 50 feet so it's half that distance holds, holds his up hand feet. up which is the funny part
1: let the record show that Mr. Gambini is holding up two fingers yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like, hey, Judge, come on, huh? <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. He looks then, super embarrassed. Yeah. No, His facial, I'm,
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to go back to this. But the, the judge's facial expressions, pretty great. Fred Gwynn's facial expressions throughout the movie are just amazing. And turns out that she can't see worth a shit, even with her glasses on.
0: Yep. So, uh, so far, he has poked holes in all three, all three
1: eyewitnesses. Yeah, they have exactly. no murder weapon. They, they have don't no have... Work. They have really no other evidence other than the eyewitnesses.
0: Exactly. And I um, thought that was which it. Which is actually that they a pretty needed.
1: weak case, I think. We have a whole night go by. Yeah. Vinny's yeah. riding high because he's poked holes in all three eyewitnesses. Yeah. Um, kind of but the, the, the prosecutor calls him and says that he's. He's got a bombshell.
0: He's got a bombshell. And uh, evidence is being submitted the next morning.
1: Evidence that the tires could only be the specific tires that happened to be on the car. Mm-hmm.
0: This is revealed is kind of the next day mm-hmm. at court.
1: And uh, Vinny asks for a continuance to to you know look at this information. We'll sh- the judge oh. does not give it to him. This is the point where the judge pulls Vinny aside again and says, "I called New York," and. It turns out Jerry Gallo's dead, yep. which which uh, Lisa tells him uh, earlier on in the movie, which yep. we didn't mention. Martha
0: Tomei tells him, yeah,
1: that Jerry Gallo, the famous lawyer in New York, mm-hmm. um, died. Died. And this is where Vinny again is like, "Wait, did Jerry Gallo's dead," and the the judge is like, "I, I know." And he says, I didn't say Jerry Gallo. I said Jerry Callow, Callow. with a C.
0: C-A-L-L-O.
1: The judge is super oh. smart, oh. but he keeps falling for Vinny's BS. The judge calls New York right away. Mm-hmm. And he can't get it through right away, but says that they're going to call back. After three. There better be a Jerry Callow or you better win this case in 90 minutes right mm-hmm. they break for lunch lisa comes in with pictures that she's taken of their trip yeah and vinnie kind of loses it on her a little bit a little bit he's in the zone he's thinking about the trial
0: yes she just wants to help and like he lashes out super sarcastic i think she's it's having pretty, none of it
1: i actually think it's super funny of course when he he looks at the pictures and he's like what is this oh this is a picture of me from the back as if I couldn't feel any worse right now. <laughs> and then she shows him the pictures. And one of them you can see is a picture of tire tracks. And he's, and he's like, like oh, "What is this? you what? get
0: farther away? He's
1: like, what is that? Dog shit. That's dog shit. It's a picture of dog shit.
0: Oh, so this one. Th- this one is going to win us the case.
1: The picture it's of
0: a me, me in the shower. Me in the shower.
1: <laughs> and she gets very upset with yeah,
0: him. Yeah, of course. I would too.
1: And she storms off, which mm-hmm. is understandable, and leaves the pictures with him. Yeah. We go back to the courtroom, and he's telling the boys, like, it's not looking good. And just in that moment...
0: Yeah, he has, like, a little thing to say about the tires. Like,
1: looks it approach- is the most
0: popular tire out yeah. there.
1: He cross-examines uh, the prosecutor's expert on the tires, and he's exactly.
0: like... So, it is the tires.
1: It is the most popular tire brand out there, but that doesn't prove that anything. It's,
0: yeah, that doesn't prove anything. It just
1: means it could be on other cars. It yeah. was on their car. But then he goes back and and sees the picture that that Lisa took of the tire tracks and something clicks that we're not sure of yet.
0: That Yeah, we're not sure of and like
1: he is sure I'm though. I'm
0: surprised he caught he it too.
1: Well, he knows because they do they do mention earlier in the movie that he also worked for her father as a mechanic. Okay. So he was also a mechanic. Okay. So he knows a lot about cars too.
0: Okay. That's fair.
1: And he knows immediately because he hands the note to the sheriff yeah. with the make and model he knows what what card exactly is also what it
0: is so like, but he can't exactly. question
1: himself he brings in mona lisa vita mm-hmm. his fiance mm-hmm. uh she's not happy bringing her in as a witness, uh, witness. and uh, as witness. an expert this is where i feel like the sexism comes in a little more because yeah. At first, the judge isn't quite sure, and the prosecutor is very unsure about her credibility as a woman uh, knowing anything about yeah. mechanics and and cars. Yes, so I he... think it's
0: yeah. But he did ask what her profession was, and she was out of work, hairdresser, right. which also is not a credit towards how much you know about cars.
1: She's upset with yeah. And she with doesn't Jenny, really want. To she be doesn't want scene. to help him. She doesn't want to be there. The prosecutor questions her and finds out that she does know her stuff. In mm-hmm. fact, he tries to stump her with a trick question, is which she- I don't even think he realized was a trick question. I think he just did not know his shit. And she's like, no, you're wrong. That's a trick question. Mm-hmm. So Vinny is able to get her to, to look at the picture, and she's questioning her, and um, she doesn't want to talk to Vinny. And the judge says, D- do the two of you know each other? And he says, she's my fiance." And I love another look from Fred Wynn here where he says, well, that certainly explains the hostility. Yeah, that's pretty and funny. And does this thing with his face, which is pretty funny. Wally's questioner, she says, very... <sighs> this one line is way over the top for me. Obviously, the Academy thought it was Oscar-worthy, mm-hmm. so we're not going to take anything away from Melissa Tomei here. Of but. Course. He asks her if uh, about the defense and what they're trying to prove with the tires. And she says, no, the defense is wrong. And it's just so over the top. Yeah. But then we get another. Are you sure?
0: How can you be so sure?
1: Yeah. Which is good. That is a good one. She realizes like
0: on the stand. This could
1: only be one car. Exactly. And then she goes through a whole bunch of car stuff which I'm not going to repeat cuz I know, know nothing what, about cars.
0: What? I, what is she even saying?
1: Yeah. And then of course um that kind of seals the deal there.
0: Yeah, so the a prosecutor calls it after that. He but how does he call it? Do you remember?
1: He says... they would like
0: to drop all the charges. Like, or
1: State would like to drop all the charges. And he's all... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Leaned over. His and dad. I have, and Ooh. I was like,
1: even the defense is happy to drop charges after being made to look so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, but which doesn't make sense, but it's fine. They're very happy. I feel like
0: Pesci has chimed everyone in the courtroom. Yeah. The jury... All the audience behind them, mm-hmm. and the prosecution, yeah. and the judge, yeah. so that by the end of it, they're all, like yeah. including the the sheriff who was there, <laughs> who went out and like did a bunch of work for them.
1: Which speaks to what we were saying before about no one, no one being malicious, like no one being malicious. They're not
0: trying they...
1: to. They're not trying to pin anything on these kids. It's just a misunderstanding, exactly, which isn't really the case with a lot of these types of movies where you've got someone. Um, which is an outsider who rolls through town and gets arrested and is wrongfully accused of something. It's usually th- Some the way the plot of, turns out is like, there's someone trying to pin it on
0: exactly. them, you
1: know, and someone that's, that's just who's only worried about
0: like their numbers or like let's fucking wrap this case up so no one panics, yeah. Like,
1: or it's a race thing a lot like, of the times, yeah. especially if it's a movie in the south,
0: or if mm, or if there is.
1: Have you ever seen the movie Life? no with eddie murphy and no. and um martin, martin. Lawrence. yeah
0: ah i got it yeah yeah they, they were just Everyone's upstanding people they want to put away murderers they didn't want to put away two random people you know two random exactly. kids going to college so like it 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 is a really good feel a good movie how everyone kind of wins and they're let off
1: the last the- thing that i have to say though about this because this is pretty much they they wrap it up like oh they're they're the case is thrown out they want to drop all the charges mm-hmm. we know that there was a timetable because the judge is on to Vinny yeah which is a, it's a kind of a weird side side story in the movie which is fine but so he's like in a rush to get out of there before the judge gets this information from new york and we come to find out that uh, Marissa Tomei called into the the judge.
0: His yeah.
1: That that interest, him, Mallory. That yeah took an interest in him and talked him into becoming a lawyer in the first place, and was able to fake Jerry Callow's law record. Steve. He has trouble getting to the car because everyone wants to thank him. Stan yeah. <laughs> wants to thank him. Of course, his cousin Ralph Macchio wants to thank him. Of course. The the prosecutor you know says you're always welcome here. And the sheriff, everyone, you know, loves Vinny now. Yeah. And by the time all this happens, the judge catches up with him. But we find out that the judge is like, oh, turns out you're an amazing lawyer. Um, I shouldn't have doubted you or whatever. Yeah. But then they still get in the car and take the fuck off back to New York. There's no reason for them to leave immediately anymore. I have a problem here with this because good to your cousin was just wrongfully accused of murder mm-hmm. and you got him off you're not gonna stick around and celebrate a win you're just gonna be like hey I'll talk to you later back to New York I go like what is that
0: yeah I'm not sure like I wonder if they're if they're like close enough or like I it's just the way it ended I I'm sorry you feel that it was a little like just
1: another critique that I have of the Unfinished of movies.
0: Unfinished.
1: Uh, we talked about some of the quotes Yeah. throughout the move throughout the episode, but what uh what do you think your your top
0: How can you be so sure? How can you be
1: so sure? Um my favorite quote is the defense a wrong no no that's not my favorite that's my least favorite quote no it's cringy i'm sorry
0: it's fine otherwise
1: she's amazing
0: otherwise she's amazing
1: can't take my eyes off her but um that specific quote just doesn't do A it for silly. me i it's it's up in the air for me um we like to quote how can you be so sure all the time but i also think that two hutes is uh pretty funny oh,
0: just pretty funny two what one. or two what two what
1: two um, hutes. which I think is hilarious that the judge is making is making not making fun of him but he's like what are you saying two hutes and then he's putting the h sound when he says K- what what
0: I love that there's yeah there's what? some like communication Kuhip. problems
1: you can't have pie without a coo whip. coo whip why are you saying it like that we've got a little bit of movie trivia we touched on a few things already director jonathan lynn actually has a law degree and insisted the film's legal proceedings be realistic really in fact many attorneys and law professors have praised the film for its accurate depiction of trial strategy and courtroom procedure Especially with regards to presenting expert witnesses at trial. In fact, the film has been screened at some law schools. What? This is what? bullshit. What? So this is definitely. This is definitely not. That'd be this so cool, be
0: though. What? Why not? Can, they had an arraignment. No. They they. So
1: I need to reiterate that trivia and IMDb is just like Wikipedia pages, and anybody can put whatever they want in here. This does not sound real. There's no way that they use My Cousin Viddy at law schools. There's no way.
0: You don't know. you <laughs> night school.
1: Shortly after Academy Award win for Best Supporting Actress and the 65th Annual Academy Awards in 1993, a rumor started circulating that Marissa Tomei had won by mistake <gasps> because Jack Palance had incorrectly read out the wrong name. This is highly unlikely occurrence. The Academy specifically has two officials stationed offstage to intervene and read out the correct name if such an event should have transpired. Oh, Oh, look it. According to director Jonathan Lynn, the Eastern screech owl in the scene in the woods.
0: Screech owl. I called it.
1: Was a real owl that had a little prior training so it wouldn't be scared away from the gunfire. The crew got it to open up its mouth by giving it little pieces of beef. And artificially induced screeches uh, were were added to the film after production and post production. So Screech right. owl Screech all is a thing. real thing. I
0: learned that from Harry not Potter, not just the
1: Wizarding War. See how oh. much stuff we learned from movies. Ah,
0: oh, so many Why things. Why did he go to
1: school when you could just watch movies? I, you could watch my cousin Vinny and become a lawyer.
0: That's not true.
1: The American Bar Association's publication, the ABA Journal, ranked the film number three on its list of 25 greatest legal movies. Pesci won the Academy Award for Goodfellas while he was making uh, My Cousin Vinny. Brought the award to set to show the cast and crew.
0: That's fun. Mona Lisa Vito was not preferred character in My Cousin Vinny. Was that me? In an interview, Launder revealed that the producers and big bosses wanted to remove Vinny's girlfriend from the movie. Mona Lisa Vito was a car expert, Chinese food loving, and an unemployed hairdresser, which are factors that the studio didn't find appealing. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Roger Ebert gave it a thumbs up, but only gave it two and a half stars. It's a movie that meanders, going nowhere in particular, and then lightning strikes. I didn't get much involved in it, and yet individual moments and some of the performances are very funny. It's the kind of movie home video was invented for. I'd agree with that. It, and that's, I, I think, when it actually gained its popularity and it was when it got released to home to video. video. This movie was released in March of 1992. The Oscars are usually in January. So, 93 is when Mar- Marissa Tomei won the Oscar. So, it had nine months for people to see it in the theater, but then also rent it and watch it at home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if they're renting it probably towards the end of 92 then it probably grew a lot more buzz at the end of the year right before oscar season and that might be wa- one of the reasons you know uh, in addition Spectation. to in addition to her good performance that she won the oscar so the washington post says uh joe Pesci's a total screen pleasure he grabs whatever comes his way from Goodfellas to Home Alone and bullies it into something great. He's charming, menacing, and pitbullish, all at the same time—a tenor-voiced imp of ceaseless energy. Like it, imp is it's someone small, small stature. I
0: feel like that's not okay.
1: That was a good review. Okay. Yeah. Entertainment Weekly says few actors can skip from the high road to the low road as blithely as Joe Pesci in Raging Bull and Goodfellas. He's a consummate character actor, his beady eyes and rat-a-tat-tat verbal rhythm interlocking with director Martin Scorsese's psychodramatic obsessiveness. In Lethal Weapon 2, Home Alone, and The Super, he's the hyperkinetic fourth stooge. Call him Surly. Now, in the lumbering, amably stupido fish fish-out-of-water comedy My Cousin Vinny, the two sides of Pesci come together. The plot is pure no-brain bunk, Vinny, a black-leathered-clad East Coast Italian street tough whose delinquent in Hick- Hicksville farce makes you long for the wit and sophistication of Doc Hollywood. You ever seen Doc Hollywood? mm Michael J. Fox.
0: Ooh. Okay, so on Rotten Tomatoes, my cousin Vinny scored an 87.
1: Wow, that look at that. 87 on fresh, the tomato meter and 87 fresh. audience score. So that's impressive. That is pretty awesome it's a it's a fun movie like
0: it is a fun movie yeah it's, and it's a feel good movie
1: yeah it's good like
0: joe pesci's so charming it's
1: enjoyable um imdb has a 7.6 what yeah 7.6 that that's i mean that's basically 7.6 out of 10 is 76 percent tomato uh rotten tomatoes has 87 you said
0: 87 audience score 87
1: we definitely both liked it we've both seen it before we we're gonna stick with our rating that we began with with the first episode with with honors with 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 with, 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 with honors with, with. it's hard to rate these films against each other yeah so but we,
0: it's gonna be flowing it's gonna be flowing you yeah. know
1: like, we we can adjust as we go
0: exactly if I'm gonna we, say 10 out of 12
1: a 10 out of 12 <gasps> Wow. Okay.
0: I liked it a lot.
1: I'm going to give it an 8 out of 12. Okay. 8 out of 12. Okay. Yep. So Shay was a 10 out of 12. Yeah. Peter was an 8 out of 12 Um, for My Cousin Vinny. Yeah. Worth a watch Mm -hmm. and a rewatch. Mm-hmm. I'm close to or have passed double digits, and I definitely think I'd watch it again someday in the future. I'm
0: definitely, definitely going to watch it again. Yeah. Super fun.
1: Enjoyable.
0: Enjoyable. Feel good.
1: Hope you found this enjoyable. If so... Subscribe. Find us on Instagram or Facebook or mm-hmm. YouTube under Stellar Alignment Podcast. Please rate and review us wherever you are listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're listening or watching on YouTube, give us a subscribe and a thumbs up. And, and
0: check us out next week.
1: Check out our next episode where we cover Once, Once Upon, upon a, time a Time in America. In America. So That's going
0: to be a long one.
1: I hope you've got four hours.
0: Take some time. Because
1: we do. Hopefully, we won't keep be talking about it for four hours. No,
0: what? Yeah.
1: We'll try and keep it similar to the length of this episode. Hoping, because we've got we've got lives too. Yeah. yeah, we can't just watch movies and talk about them.
0: Why? Why not?
1: I don't know. But time to go. Okay. Bye. Bye. Wait, we can't do that.
0: No, we can't do that. That's that's smart, smart thing. No.
1: Okay. It's a tribute. Bye. Bye.
0: Got a bunch of stuff. Back and
1: now. road trips are good. So. You know, I don't think you're gonna need the pen. Okay. But if you want to get up, <laughs> no, it's
0: fine. Do you want to get the pen? No, no, no. We it's can fine. cut this out. Nah, let's see this. There are children watching,
1: possibly, or listening.
0: Maybe, or listening. Well,
1: shame on their parents. I know. Because this is about to get dirty.
0: Nope, nope, it's okay. not.